Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it is May 14th, it's 2019, and we have 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. For the second straight day, it's like the third straight day, or fourth straight day, if you go back to last week, Will, Chief Justice 06, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Definitely ready to get this thing kicked off. I was talking to you pre-show, man. I, I, I'm, I am in research mode. We got Millie Maker Golf this week. Uh, of course, we're going to kick back off some... Uh, single game NBA tomorrow night, which I'm I'm thrilled about right now, and we've got MLB. So I mean, I'm really rolling here, and uh, excited to break down another one. Excited indeed! If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's FantasyDraft.com. Sign up through the Rotor Grinders links. That way, if you get um, any, if we run any promos, you get access to them. Also, if you sign up through the links, you get the three months of Roto Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft. So if you have not checked them out, make sure you head on over there, check them out. They got a bunch of stuff going on over there. Like Will said, there's golf right around the corner. So there's some golf going on. Plus, we have, you know, baseball. And that's what we're going to talk about here on today's slate. We got 12 games. Not going to beat around the bush. We're going to jump right into the slate. A uh, lot to talk about, a lot of stuff here. And we start with the Mets at Washington, eight and a half total. Noah Syndergaard, Jeremy Hellickson. Syndergaard's a 160 favorite. Do you have interest in Thor today? Uh, I do. Uh, I, you know, I, I think everything's still fine. I know he's had some rough starts, but K rate's there, XFIP is there. Uh, not really walking guys, you know, the ground ball rate's there. Still not giving up too much hard contact, so I like him. Uh, and I, I just think as he continues to not give us good performances, you know, I think we're going to see the price come down. We've got a nice little discount on him today. Uh, I mean, Chris Paddock is more than him. Kershaw, Char- Charlie Morton is more than him, which I think is, is ridiculous. So I, I really like Syndergaard uh, in two-pitcher formats for sure. Yeah, I like him in two-pitcher formats as well. He's not my favorite pitcher on the slate, but he's certainly somebody that I'm going to consider um, depending on what this lineup looks like. You know, Soto's back. You know, Rendon is back. Um, they added Para, which doesn't sound like a lot. He's not a big power guy, but he doesn't strike out a lot. So he makes up for, like, Michael Taylor's, like, massive strikeout rate. Um, but they still have, you know, three or four guys here with strikeout rates over 20%. And we know Syndergaard's a guy that, you know, definitely can go out and get strikeouts. So, you know, I, I think this is a good spot for Syndergaard and um, certainly considering him here. And uh, Jeremy Hellickson on the other side of this game, I don't really have any interest in Hellickson. You know, the numbers against lefties, not very good. 332 Woba, 211 ISO, strikeout rate in the 16% range um, against lefties since the start of last season. He's been a lot better against righties, but a lot of the power in this lineup comes from left-handed bats outside of, you know, J.D. Davis and Alonzo. And, I, you know, Alonzo can pretty much take anybody deep. So I'm going to I'm gonna pass on Hellickson in this spot. Do you have any thoughts here? Nope. Uh, that, I'll just do a two-word cosign. I agree. 
<laughs> Sounds good. Uh, let's talk Mets bats. You know, I, I do like Cano. I like Conforto, McNeil, Alonzo, Davis. Like I, I like the top five here. I don't know if I would necessarily like load up on a stack in this spot, but their run total is four point seven. It's not like their implied totals, you know, small here. It's almost pushing five. It is a twelve game slate. We're gonna need some run production. You know, we we have some big implied totals on today's slate, so. I think that, you know, we can look at some Mets bats here. Yeah, I definitely think so, man. I, I think the main thing is, you know, we're, we're going to need some value in some places because I do think we want to get some quality pitching today. Uh, there, there are guys on the docket that we'll talk about. Robinson Cano, still too cheap at 3500 uh, cash game special. Uh, I think we get him in there. Um, you know, whether we stack him or not, I think he's in play. Brandon Nemo at the bottom of this lineup at 3500 I think he's in play. Uh, we get Wilson Ramos at 3500 today. I, I think, you know, as far as catcher play, I think he'll be a guy that, that I'll definitely look to look to play as well. Um, as far as the, the more the more expensive basket, Forto, uh, you talked about Alonzo, McNeil. I, I, I like these guys. I, I think the Nets are, I mean, the Mets, excuse me, are a uh, viable stack here on this slate. They're not my favorite team. We'll get to my favorite team in a minute. But I, I do think they're in play today against uh, uh, against Hellickson. I just I think they're in play. Um, any thoughts here on the Washington side of things? No, just going to pass. I, I don't want to pick on Thor. No need to play any bats. Yep. Um, you know, trying to single out where the one or two home runs are, are going to come from is always tough. Like, you know, you can make an argument here for Soto, low strike or low strikeout rate, high walk rate. Um, he is disciplined at the plate, but you know, like he's probably the only guy that I feel like I can make an argument here for. Um, and, and like it's still singling out a one-off. So yeah. Milwaukee at Philadelphia, eight and a half total here. Brandon Woodruff against Jared Eikhoff. Woodruff a one twelve favorite, very slight favorite here. Uh, what are we looking at here on uh, Woodruff? Well, I mean, Woodruff has actually pitched pretty well this season. I think what, what you're looking for with Woodruff is, or, or trying to think about with Woodruff is do you think he can get the strikeouts? Because now the price has come up to 8600 Uh I, I do not like this price on him. I know he had an outstanding game against Washington in Milwaukee, but I, I, I don't think I can pay this price for him on this slate. I, I'm not willing to do that in this spot. So I'm going to pass on Woodruff. Um, it is strictly a price play. I think he gets the strikeouts, but he doesn't have the longest leash in the world. So I, I'm just I'm going to pass. I mean, I know the last two spots his, his pitch count has been up, but I just I, I think this is too much for him in this spot. Yeah, not the greatest ballpark in the world either. You know, he does pitch in Milwaukee, so like he, he you know he's been able to get the job done pitching in a plus hitters ballpark, but. You know, where I where I find him a little interesting, you know, where I want the strikeouts and if he gives up some hits and stuff is Fandle. But then you're like, you're hoping that he gets that sixth inning mark. You know, Noah Syndergaard's really cheap on Fandle. Um, you know, you highlighted how cheap he is even on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But Woodruff is 7,900 on Fandle. Yeah. And, like, if I'm looking to get, like, a four-man stack of some p- big bats from, like, Houston – 
um, in this spot or maybe Boston, you know, one of these teams that we're going to talk about, you know, even like, so I think that, I think he is worth a look on FanDuel. Knowing that he has a K upside, it's just, will he get the win and can he get six innings, which he's only been able to do two times this season. So like the quality start is iffy, but he has been super consistent recently. He's had at least six strikeouts now in six or seven straight starts. So the upside is certainly there at this price. And like I said, if you're, if you're loading up on an offense over there and you want to save a little bit of money, I don't hate Woodruff in that spot. Um, Jared Eikhoff is really, really decent against righties. We've seen it from him, you know, every time that we've seen him at the major league level, you know, specifically like 2017 was like the full last season that he's pitched, you know, he got hurt last year. And even if we look at like his 2017 numbers, he's always struggled with lefties. He's been very good against righties. He's always struggled with lefties. Will, I think there's too many good lefties in this lineup for me to play Eikhoff today. Yeah, I mean, and that, look, man, I, I'm, I'm not paying these prices for Jared Eikhoff. I I know, I mean, he, I feel like he's Clay Buckholtz all over again. Last year, Clay Buckholtz kind of had this revival of a season, but I, I'm not buying into this uh, right now. Long term, like you talked about, we know what Jared Eikhoff is. Uh, if he was playing Detroit, you know, I, I'd have a much different answer here. But, you know, Milwaukee in town, uh, they're probably going to throw out five lefties. No way I play Eikhoff in this spot at this price. If he was 6,900, I'd definitely talk about it. But at 9,200 on DK, 8,900 on FanDuel, no way I'd play him at these prices. Just just no way. Uh, talking about the bats in this spot, like I, I love the Milwaukee lefties in this spot. They're, you know, plus ballpark against a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact and a ton of fly balls does not generate hardly any soft contact. Like this is a spot that like, I want to load up on the lefties. I played, I paid up for grand doll on Monday for cash games. And I might do it again today. Um, I, I really like the spot for grand doll and will, as long as Travis Shaw is this cheap, I don't care if he's batting 100 on the season. I'm just going to keep playing him. Um, he allows so much salary relief at 2400 We know the upside's there. We know he's struggling. We know it's in his head. I don't care <laughs> if he's going to be this price. I just, I simply don't care. Um, what's your thoughts here on the Brewers? Yeah, I like the Brewers. Uh, and I mean, he keeps getting these $200 price decreases, talking about Travis Shaw. Eventually, he's going to be the minimum uh, on FanDuel. And maybe if he gets really bad, maybe they'll give him the Chris Chris Davis treatment and just price him at $500 until he gets out of his funk. Uh, that'd be great. I'd love to play him at $500. Uh, at any rate, I, li- I like the lefties here. Yelich, $4,800 on, on FanDuel. Uh, on DK, he's $5,900. I-, I don't like paying these prices on, on DK when guys are this expensive. Maybe I paid the price for it because, uh, you know, the Arizona guys kind of teed off today at those prices. But I still don't think it's worth it to play Bassett at that price. So uh, I I don't think I'll have any interest in Yellish. But these other guys, man, Moose, uh, Shaw, Thames, uh, you already talked about Grandal. Grandal's 3,900 on DK, man. 
he's really not even an expensive catcher anymore. So I, I'm I'm very interested in, in, in the Milwaukee team today. Yeah, and I want to throw Ben Gamble in the mix too. If he could draw as a start, he's pretty cheap. So yeah. um, looking at the other side, the Philadelphia side of things in this spot, you know, Woodruff has been really solid. Um, Bryce Harper, there's something going on with him. Like he's struggling. But again, it goes back to kind of a price point thing. You know, even at 4700 Harper has a nice discount for his upside. He, he can have a monster game any night of the week. Um, it's not as cheap as we got him on Monday, and it's not as cheap as we've got him over the last week or so, but I think Harper's still in play. You know, and I and I obviously I, I really don't mind Hoskins in this spot. I know it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but this is a spot that we know Hoskins hits fastballs well, and he's done really well against sliders um, ever since he's gotten called up too. So, you know, this is a spot that I don't mind Hoskins. I don't mind Harper, but I'm not going to stack Philadelphia today. I, I respect Brandon Woodruff and what he's been able to do. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think this is more of a uh, one-off situation. Definitely not a stack situation, and uh, I, I'm 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 with you 100 percent there. No, definitely no need to uh, uh, stack stack up stack up the Phillies. We got Tampa Bay at Miami. It's Charlie Morton. It's Caleb Smith. It's a six and a half total. Both of these teams have implied totals under three and a half. Uh, Morton's a slight favorite here. I know Tampa's been good this year. I, I get it, but Caleb Smith has been legit. Um, what are we doing with Charlie Morton here against Miami as one of the highest priced pitchers on the slate? I'm not playing Charlie Morton at this price on DK. Uh, I know it's Miami. And I, it's just, I, I, I'm not paying this man. I just, 10 5 for Charlie Morton. He should have a phenomenal game, but I, I just, I can't do it, man. Not, not when you've got Smith at 95, Noah Syndergaard at 98, and Chris Sale for 300 more against Colorado in Boston. I, I just can't do it. So I'm, I'm fading him. It's a pure price play. He will get the fade for me today for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to necessarily say I'm going to fade him just because uh, I think it. if they roll out that lineup where there's like six or seven righties, I don't care what his price is at that point. Like, I, I agree. The price is ridiculous. And I kind of hope that, that people get like sticker shock, um, you know, when you're going to buy a new car and it's like, oh, I hope they we, we get this way with Morton today um, because – this is a spot he could put up 30 fantasy points. Uh, let's not rule that out. So depending on the lineup, if they have all those righties in there, you know, it's hard not to like Morton. You know, his, his K rate a little bit higher against lefties since the start of last year. But anytime I, I see a hard to soft contact ratio at negative, um, I'm not afraid to play the pitcher, especially in a, in a pitcher's ballpark. Um, on the other side of this game, I love Caleb Smith. Um, I think that they mispriced him. Um, he has one of the highest swinging strike rates in baseball right now. Um, Will, like, talk me off of Caleb Smith here and tell me why I shouldn't play him. Man, I wish you could. You know I'm not a Caleb Smith truther, and I have tried to avoid rostering Caleb Smith at all costs, uh, and I've definitely paid the cost because he's just been crushing – seemingly every single start. I mean, I think he's had one hiccup this season. Uh, and, and, I mean, it really wasn't that much of a hiccup. He still put up 17 fantasy points, and that was at Atlanta. 
uh, he, he's been good, and and that's why there's no way I pay a thousand more for Charlie Morton on this slate. Uh, we're we're gonna find out if if Tampa Bay is really as good as we think they are because they're gonna face a good pitcher today. I I have come around, uh, so I, I like him here in this spot. I, I think he's very affordable. Uh, the, the the thing is on, on FanDuel, he's actually the second highest priced pitcher. So, uh, you know, if you want to play him, you're gonna have to make a decision to play him on FanDuel because you're not getting the discount anymore. The 8K days and 7K days are gone. Uh, he is now 10-7 right under Chris Sale and right above Clayton Kershaw. Again, love the price on FanDuel. I, I absolutely love it. Like, don't play him. Click Kershaw's name and Chris Sale's name. I'll play Caleb Smith. I'm perfectly fine with getting a lower own Caleb Smith. Will um, yeah, I don't I don't mind playing him on FanDuel either. Uh, and I mean, I, I think he's for sure going to be lower owned on FanDuel than he is on DK. I think on DK he'll get plenty of ownership because he's so much cheaper than the other guys. He's a guy, and you know when we look at Caleb Smith, I've done a deep dive on him. Obviously, I like Caleb Smith a lot. Last year, I just felt like. He needed to do something, and you know he's obviously done it. He's throwing his fastball almost ten percent less to righties. You know, righties were beating him up a little bit last year. That's where he was getting into trouble. He's throwing it about ten percent. He's just increased the usage of his slider and his changeup to righties, and and said like, I'm going to use my three pitch combo. I'm going to keep hitters off balance, and I'm still going to go out there and get the job done. And that's exactly what he's done. Thirty six percent K rate against righties this season. Swinging strike rate of 16.5%. Just to give you guys an idea of how high that swinging strike rate is, Noah Syndergaard's swinging strike rate on the season is 12%. And and that's why I'm perfectly okay with, you know, taking Caleb Smith at this price on both sides. Like, I love this spot for him. I want zero bats from this game, Will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the full fade. If, if one of these teams go off and they hit home runs in this ballpark against these two pitchers and I lose the slate because of that, I'll chalk that up to variance and I'll move on to Wednesday. There you go. That's how I feel about it. Tip the cap. Great day. See you tomorrow. That's right. Uh, Moving on here, we got Colorado at Boston. Kyle Freeland, Chris Sale, eight total. Chris Sale is a minus 290 in this spot um it's going to be one of the higher totals you see throughout the season oh (laughs) buddy um (laughs) give me your give me your thoughts here on kyle freeland oh fade 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 and more fade yeah freeland a guy that was really really solid last season and he's struggling this year he's struggling with hard hit rates that are way too high he's struggling with a strikeout pitch to righties and i say that you know, you, you really got to consider that when you're looking at left-handed pitchers because, you know, the right-handed bats do usually have the platoon. And if you don't have a K pitch to righties, he has a 28.9% K rate against lefties, 163 against righties. That tells me a lot. So I'm going to pass on Freeland as well. Um, Chris Sale's back. Uh, I don't know if he's, like, fully Chris Sale and fully, like, a hundred percent, but twenty-four strikeouts in his last two starts. Will we're looking at forty-two, right? No, more than that. Forty-two, fifty-two, forty-two in his last four starts. Um, he's been absolutely 
dominant. And, you know, he criticized himself a lot, but we're, we're starting to see, and, and back to the Kayla Smith thing, Chris Sale's swinging strike rate still only 13.7%. Like, that's how good Kayla Smith has been this season. But, yeah, uh, it's hard not to like Chris Sale against the Rockies on the road. Their first game out of Coors, and it's going to be super chilly in um, in Boston in this spot. Oh, buddy. I, listen, I, I know we don't try to plug too many things. I, I, I know this is a sponsored show. I, I will be loading up on some monkey knife fight for this game. This Oh, man, I, I am excited. Love Chris Sale today. Just play the man. If you, if you can get him in, just play him. I, I, th- I think double-digit strikeouts are on their way yet again. I know they've got, you know, Arenado and Story that, that could send two solo shots out of the park. And maybe they, maybe they get two solo shots, but I still think he gets 10 to 12 strikeouts in this game. Love Chris Sale here. Um, Rockies bats, are you willing to roll out Story or Arenado in a, in a one-off situation anywhere? No, I, I don't think it's necessary. Just not going to do it fading the whole Colorado Rockies team. Yeah, you know, you can always make a point a, a, a point to play Arenado against any lefty. He's that good. I don't think I will do it in this spot, but I'm certainly not going to say, like, don't play him. Um, I will say this. It's an interleague game, and Colorado is going to gain the DH, which obviously helps them for this series. Don't get me wrong. But... Charlie Blackman has had two plate appearances. Desmond has had one. Ionetta has had 14. And Reynolds has had 19. Story, a lot of these guys haven't seen Sale. Advantage Chris Sale. Uh, again, they're just advantage Chris Sale. Um, <laughs> Boston bets. I'm telling you, man, just this this game, I, I, I love this game from a, from a prop perspective. I, I know we're not talking about that too much right now, but – just guys, just just go check out the props in this game. You see them, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. L- love this game, man. Oh man, I'm excited. Sorry, didn't mean to hog that up. No, you're fine. Let's talk Boston bats. Um, obviously, like JD Martinez against the lefty is almost as automatic as you know Nelson Cruz and and Nolan Arenado against the lefty. And you know JD's a massive fly ball guy, and we we know that Freeland more of a ground ball guy, but gives up a ton of hard hit. Um, I, I love JD in this spot. I think he's a top three hitter on the slate. Um, Mookie has really struggled against lefties to start the season. It's super concerning to me. Um, I know you're a recent trends guy. We look at his numbers since the start of last season, super solid. You know, he was really good against lefties in 2018, like elite numbers against lefties. I'm concerned, Will. Um, I, I know we're still. Not that far into the season, but when I'm seeing a .025 ISO and a .211 WOBA on 44 plate appearances, it makes me a little worried. Yeah, man. Let, let me ask you this, and I, I mean that's because that, obviously that's something I saw as well. When when the power numbers are just kind of down for right now, for right now, do do you think he's a little bit late on the swing? Like like that's kind of what I have going on in my head, like. Okay, he's seeing it coming in, and maybe he's a little late and he's not making good contact. What what what's your thoughts on Mookie against lefties just right now as we speak? Because I do think this will turn around. But what what do you have in your head about about Mookie with with this? 
Yeah, I was looking at the numbers and like it just seems to me like you know the BABIP is low because he's hitting more fly balls and the hard hit contact and the exit velocity certainly concerned me, but he's still making 91% contact against lefties. Like he's it's not like he's going out there and striking right. out. I'm more worried about him just not seeing the ball as well. The walk rate is not as high as it usually is. And, like, the Red Sox are rolling right now. Um, I think they've won 11 out of their last 13 or 12 out of the last 14 or whatever it is. Uh, they're rolling. They started really slow, and this is why I hate looking at just one season of numbers. Mm-hmm. I, I could see him, you know, blowing up in this spot. I could see Xander blowing up in this spot. I could see JD blowing up in this spot. Like, I don't like to play recent trends, but it does concern me when I'm paying 5500 for a hitter and he has struggled a lot this season. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, I, I just want to get your perspective. I like Mookie here. I mean, I, I like all the righties. Um, I, I think these guys should have uh, a, a really good game here. So I, I, I'm definitely interested in the Boston Red Sox. Chris Davis doing his best impression to save me um, making losing money on the slate. I appreciate him. Uh, thank you. Um, Monday slate did not go as well as I thought it was going to. I like Monday slate too. I, I hate when I like slates. Uh, every time I like a slate, <laughs> it's just weird. All right. Um, Houston at Detroit. We have a 10 and a half total here. We got Wade Miley against Ryan Carpenter. Uh, Miley's a 190 favorite. Houston, highest implied total on the slate, highest implied team total on the slate. Um, Vegas likes them a ton in this spot. Uh, let's talk pitchers first. Wade Miley. I always have interest in Wade Miley. He's always low owned. Nobody likes playing Wade Miley. And I was one of those people that just didn't believe in what he was doing, but. I certainly believe in like him just throwing all these cutters and and just getting a lot of soft contact and generating a lot of ground balls. But you know this season hasn't been as great. This team has been better against lefties than they have been against righties. But there's still a lot of potential strikeouts and potential ground balls in this lineup. I think Wade Miley is almost playable at 7,900 today because I'll be honest, I don't like a lot of cheap pitchers today. Yeah, I, man, I don't want to play any of the pitchers in this game. I, I, I do think Miley can uh, get the job done. Like, I, I definitely think there's a, a, a road where he 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 pitches well. But I, I've got some other guys that I just like a little bit better. And uh, so, you know, he's a guy I'm just going to fade. But, I, yeah, I, I'm not playing Miley today. And that's why we have two opinions. It's perfect. Um, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any. I have zero interest in Ryan Carpenter. I have a lot of interest in stacking against him. Yeah. Um, at, you know, Houston, obviously, with this implied total, they're going to be popular. Even on a 12-game slate, they're going to be pushing quite a bit of ownership here. You know, obviously, we, we have to like this spot for them, right? Like, just about everybody on Houston's in play today. Yeah, man, they, they've been outstanding. Uh, just, oh, boy. I mean, once again, they come through yet again on another slate just against a good pitcher, got him out early and worked the bullpen. And I, I pretty much see the same thing coming here again, except this guy, they, they might knock him out in the first inning. So I like Houston top to bottom. Uh, I'd be willing to play Michael Brantley in this spot. He's a guy that probably won't get as much ownership because of the lefty-lefty to start out. Uh, I don't care. This whole lineup, for the most part, is hitting well. I mean, Robinson Chirino stinks. He's in uh, Globe Life Park out there in Texas. 
in, in Arlington. He thinks he's there and it's 90 degrees. He's just hitting bombs all the time. Alex Bregman, I think I saw a stat. He's hit eight home runs already this month. This team is raking. Get on board. Yep. Uh, for anybody that roster Matt Boyd with me on uh, Monday, you know how they, well they hit lefties. Um, even Diaz hit a home run. You know, even yes, with his low, even with his yes, low ice though. <laughs> Just right out of the park. I did. I'm not salty. <laughs> Um, as far Jake, as the, Jake Marisnik, Jake Marisnik hit another one. He's another guy, and his K rate is through the roof. But he just sent another one across the fence today. They're hot, man. They're hot. When we're looking at um, anytime you're looking against Wade Miley, you got to look at how teams perform against cutters. And like, I wanted to point somebody out, but like, looking at this team against cutters, I might like Miley even more than I did when I talked about him. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's all you know. It, what the thing is, like, you don't see a lot of pitchers throw cutters, so you don't have a lot of samples. So, like, I will mix my lefty righties um, with cutters just in general, just to try to get a larger sample. And like Miguel Cabrera is good against cutters, but you know, Miggy's numbers in 2016 were super solid, and like he was healthy, and like he's just not the same guy. When he's the best hitter here, I don't get worried. So. For me, I I like this spot for Miley, and I think I will stay away outside of maybe like a Nick Castellanos one-off just because I like the price tag. Yeah, I got you, man. You know what I'm doing with these guys. They're getting the big red X, uh, not touching them today. I've got an offense coming up here shortly that I really want to talk about, So uh, and, and their prices are just fine, so I, I'm just I'm fading these guys. All right, we're moving on. Moving out, St. Louis, Atlanta, eight and a half total. Jack Flaherty, Michael Fultonevich. Um, Flaherty is a one twenty-two favorite here. Um, any interest in Flaherty? Uh man, I, I think I, I have slight interest today uh, at this price. I think he's in line for the win. I, I I've got some interest in Flaherty, man. Um, you know, Atlanta's not a high K, a high K, high strikeout team. But I, I, I'm willing to lean on Flaherty's K right here a little bit and roll the dice at 9K. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy, like I talked about, I've kind of got my eyes on. You know, you put him and Syndergaard together, him and Caleb Smith together, you know, you, you can really get some quality pitching, uh, you know, and, and, and still put together a quality hitting lineup. So he's a guy I've got my eye on today, uh, definitely in my player pool. Yeah, um, I, I can get behind that. I have no issues with playing Flaherty. I think it's a bump if Freeman is still out with um, being sick. I hate – I will say this. I, I don't like playing opposing pitchers when Atlanta's at home against Atlanta. So, like, Flaherty's down on my list today. But the, the point that you brought up, like, he's 9K with massive amount of strikeout upside you know that's what we're looking for in tournaments um he is down on my list but that's just more of like my bias to playing opposing pitchers going into atlanta um yeah. i think it's a thing like they play good at home um fulton you're a braves fan you know michael fulton is one of my favorite pitchers in baseball but he does not look right i don't know what is going on with him i've watched the start or two now, and he there's something completely wrong with him. You know, 6.75 XFIP, 
13.2% K rate. He's not missing bats. This is a dude that had a 27% K rate last season. He, something's going on, and I know you like your trends, Will. Your trends are telling you to absolutely fade Fulton Evich in this spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no way I'm touching Fulton here. Uh, I I just can't, man. I, I'm in love with the St. Louis Cardinals today in my home ballpark and so i can't i i can't touch faulty with a 10-foot pole i'll let you run with it uh tell me who you like here for the cards man listen it's obviously it starts with matt carpenter i know the numbers don't look great this season but you know when when you're looking at all seasons combined the guy is just a professional hitter against right-handed pitching uh two seasons combined 249 iso 376 woba 14 percent walk rate fly ball rate at 50 percent uh, I, I'm really interested in him today. I've been talking about Colton Wong. He's another guy that I will be firing up on this slate. Really like him in this ballpark. I think he could get one out of the yard. And then, man, all these righties in between. I'm, I'm not afraid to play righties right now against Fulte until he figures it out. Let's just hope it's not tomorrow. Uh, but Goldschmidt, DeYoung, Ozuna, uh, I, I love these guys. And then Yachty, Yachty at catcher, you know, if, if I'm building the St. Louis stack, I think I'll just get my catcher exposure with him. So these guys, uh, I really like them here, and, and I think they're in for a big day with Fulte struggling right now. Yeah, I really like Ozuna here. You know, he's been really good this season against right-handed pitching. He hits sliders well, which we know Fulte's going to throw against righties. So, like, even with the fastball fastball sinker combo, like, Ozuna is in a good spot here. He he profiles really well against Fulton Evich, so don't mind him. And then, like, I'm probably going to try – like, I might play Shaw at third base and Carpenter at first base in cash games today because Ooh. Carpenter at 3,700 is just as much – I got I to gotta get Travis Shaw in there to, you know, make my Caleb Smith, Chris Sale cash team work and – Man, you know, it, if I'm doing that, like, I got to take my third base spot. I might use my first base spot with Matt Carpenter. I like the spot for him so much. On the road, probably going to get five at-bats. Um, I know he's off to a slow start this season, but Fulte's not missing bats, and that's the type of spot. And this ballpark was built for left-handed bats. So um, I like Carpenter a lot here, you know, especially looking at, man, Fulte's numbers really, oh. really pop. Um as far as Atlanta goes, you know, Flaherty's been really, really solid this season where he has struggled is against lefties. You know, you want to play power lefties in this ballpark. Albie's off to a really slow start. I think that, like, they didn't pay him enough, and now he's kind of figuring out that he didn't get paid enough, um, and he's struggling. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Um, Will, give me your thoughts here on Atlanta. Man, I, I think I'm I think I'm more Atlanta one-off today. Maybe one-off Freddie, one-off Marcakis. One off Albies, one off McCann, one off Acuna. Like I'm just if 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 I play Atlanta, and right now I don't have any intentions of playing them. I think it's just one offs, man. Uh, I I I don't think I need to play them on this slate. I'm telling you, I've got a team coming up here later that I think we'll all agree is just one of the best spots in the slate. So I'm going to be fading Atlanta outside of just maybe taking one or two one offs like Freddie, uh, Acuna, or. or uh, or, or Donaldson. Yeah, like, if you want a mid-range catcher, you know, McCann, when healthy this season, has been really good. Um, so, you know, if you want to if you want to fire up the old Brian McCann back in Atlanta and, and, and liking the, the heat and getting those old bones warm um, narrative. <laughs> uh, 
moving on, Angels Twins, eight and a half total. Felix Pena, Kyle Gibson, Kyle Gibson, a one thirty favorite. Um, any interest here in Felix Pena? No. I'm with you. Um, obviously, Felix Pena, a guy you got to look at. Um, you know what teams do against sinkers. He throws a sinker quite a bit. They're not great against sinkers, but the thing that stands out to me, there's not one person in this lineup, in this projected lineup, that has a whiff rate over 20% against sinkers. So a lot of contact going to be made in this game, and I'm looking for upside. Uh, I don't think Felix Pena is going to provide that upside for me today. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Kyle Gibson on the other side. Gibson's been absolutely legit against righties this season. As much as I like to pick on Kyle Gibson, 275 Woba, 0.060 ISO, hit distance of an average of 143.7 and a 27% K rate against righties, facing a very mixed lineup now. You know, we have to say that. This was a very right-handed heavy lineup before. Listella's a lefty. Otani's a lefty. Calhoun's a lefty. Goodwin's a lefty. If Boar's in there. Now we're looking at a majority left-handed lineup. I don't want to rule out playing Kyle Gibson today, Will, but I will say it is very lineup dependent. I will look in, you know, he's a guy at 8,300 that I would probably lean paying up for Woodruff or going down to Miley if, if they have these five lefties in there. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be in there, to be honest with you. I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't play him. Um, so Gibson's just – I think he's off the table for me right now. I, I totally get it. I mean, if the righties were in there, I mean, I'd be – and you know what? Maybe maybe they give Otani a rest today because I think they have played him, what, two two games back-to-back back now? Or maybe they give – if they give Otani a rest, maybe they'll squeeze in another righty, and that might help us. But – I, I I'm I don't think I can play Gibson with facing five or six lefties in this lineup. I just I can't do it. Yeah, like I said, I will if there is six righties, I can think about it a little bit more. Um, oh yeah, for sure. If we get six, he's on my list. Yeah, <laughs> like even if it's I, I will I will say like if Otani gets the day off, you know, obviously that makes a huge difference. If Calhoun gets the day off. But, like, I, if, if Boar's in there, like, he's striking out so much this season. Like, I'm perfectly okay with, you know, that. But I don't think I'll end up on Gibson today because I don't think this lineup is going to provide what I need it to provide for Kyle Gibson to excel in this spot. And it's that. Um, Angels, Bats, what do we like here with the Angels? Well, I mean, no, no matter what the matchup is, Mike Trout is always going to get fantasy points. I just – we don't get very many zeros out of Mike Trout. He'll walk. He'll steal a base. He'll hit a single. He'll bring some guys in. So, uh, obviously, I like him. Otani's warming up at the plate. Uh, I like Otani. Calhoun, uh, I don't mind him as well. And I actually, you know, Brian Gilbin is a guy that I kind of like to play in my stacks because he typically goes low on. He's got a little bit of pop. So, uh, I like him as well. But I'm not rushing to – roster the, the angels today they're at the bottom of my list in terms of stacks yep that's kind of where i'm at um i don't mind maybe one offing one of these lefties um but i don't love it and i probably won't play trout today um so he's gonna hit two home runs so take that for what you want 
There you uh, go. As far as as far as Minnesota goes, like Minnesota, the, the top of this Minnesota lineup is interesting to me almost every day. Like I like all four of these guys at the top. I know right now um, Cruz is banged up, and like even if he plays, I'm gonna wait and take the wait and see approach um, on him until I see him, you know, put in a good game. But just looking at this lineup, like Polanco's interesting to me. Kepler's interesting. You know, Rosario, Crone. Like I like these guys. They're they're certainly interesting to me. Man, this whole lineup is interesting. With the guy that's going to be throwing mostly sinker, sinker and slider. Uh, this team is mashing sinkers, man. Like just, oh my gosh, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, everybody has a contact rate over eighty percent. Everyone has a whiff rate under twenty. I, I really like the Minnesota Twins again. I missed on them today. I did get Polanco, but that was about all they had producing today. No big deal. We'll run it back. I like the Twins yet again. Texas at Kansas City. Ten total here. Shelby Miller, Danny Duffy. Du Danny Duffy. This is not wrong. This is exactly what it says. Danny Duffy is a 138 favorite in 2019. Um that it has nothing to do with Danny Duffy. Let's just get that out of the way right now. It's got nothing to do with Danny Duffy. <laughs> I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, let's uh, Shelby Miller. Any interest? Oh, buddy, no. I've been holding it in till this point. I am not playing Shelby Miller. Yeah, and like I don't want to play Danny Duffy either. Low K rate. Uh, I know he's cheap, but. I would I would play I would play Miley again going back to that range I would play Wade Miley before I'd play Danny Duffy today. I absolutely would. 100%. Uh let's talk bats here. We'll start with Texas. Uh Will I, I hate to even say this cuz it, it just it's hard to even get it to come out of my mouth. Um but Hunter Pence is in play today. Oh man, he's been in play every day. If, if you've been playing Hunter Pence for the past week, I just you should have been making some money in the one-off category. My goodness, he's just been hitting bombs out there. I just, I don't I don't um I don't get it. <laughs> it's still it's just one of those things like you know the dude has four home runs over his last six games, and like Will said, it, it's just been absolutely raking at the plate, and it's just like. Hunter Pence was dead to us in the DFS world, and now it's like he's one of the most expensive guys on the slate. And like, unreal. And now I want to click the button. Um, it's just it's funny to me. It's unreal. Hunter Pence is forty eight hundred. We were getting him for twenty eight hundred, probably around the twenty two hundred range just a year ago. Oh, how the tides have turned. What else do you like here um, on the Texas side of things? I, I like Pence. Uh, obviously, come on, man. We got to plug in Joey Gallo. Lefty, lefty spot. Uh, probably going to get uh, low ownership. Probably. Uh, listen, man, Joey Gallo's got a 45% K rate this season against left-handed pitching. But he's also got a 303 ISO, 376 Woba, 15% walk rate, and a fly ball rate of 53.3%. So, I, gosh, if he hits the ball, it should go pretty far. Uh, we just got to hope that he can hit it in one of these four at-bats. Uh, so let's just hope and pray that he does. I like Andrus. I, I actually like this whole team, man. I don't even mind the lefties here. Uh, Guzman at the bottom, I don't mind him. Lefty, lefty uh, should probably – he might be in the catcher spot. 
uh, and um, you know maybe he's the guy that we can look at. Yeah, I like the spot. Um, Vogelbach just went yard, by the way. We told you guys that was going to happen. It's just like free money. Mike Fires, completely wrong about Mike Fires today. I will take my L. Um, I was completely wrong about Mike Fires today. My Seattle stacks did not pay off. But I did play Vogelbach and Hanniger in cash, so that should be super helpful, that home run right there. So, man, Dude, oh, <laughs> man. Listen, so, so crazy story. Because, you know, I thought you – pre-show just so you guys know me and stevie do talk like off air like non-podcast time and man you remember i asked you about arizona and yeah <laughs> i know yeah 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 and i, I knew it was going to happen too i was like yep you're right and, and obviously i was still right the process was good i needed to stay on minnesota because obviously had i hopped off and they scored 40 runs today i would have been kicking myself for that so either way dude you know i didn't care it's uh it's just one of those things it's, it's variance oh yeah um, one other guy, that guy that I wanted to mention for um, Texas is Mazzara. You know, we've talked about – you talked about a lot of the lefty-lefties. Like, he's another guy that I don't mind in a lefty-lefty matchup here against Duffy. Uh, as far as Kansas City goes, like, Shelby Miller is just – I don't know how this guy is still pitching in the bigs. And I am not trying to be mean or a hater or anything you want to say – 6.6% swinging strike rate, a walk rate higher than a strikeout rate, a 6.91 XFIP, an average exit velocity of 90.5, average hit distance of 200.6, hard hit rate a 45.3% with a 15% soft contact rate. Why, why is there not one of your young guys up here getting innings like – Shelby Miller obviously isn't anything like he used to be. He's throwing his fastball over 70% of the time this season. So if teams hit fastballs, they're going to hit him. And that is the only thing that I'm a little concerned about when looking and stacking the Royals. They have not been good against fastballs in the past, but it's one of those times where I feel like I can overlook the data and just stack the Royals in this spot. Oh, buddy, I've been waiting for this. All year, a, a spot with good weather where I can fire up my 9-1-2 Kansas City stack. Today is the day, people. Today is the day. We get Shelby Miller in Kansas City in what should be really good weather for hitting. Is Kansas City the best ballpark in the world? No, but it should be around 80 degrees, should be warm, should have a little bit of wind blowing out. Uh, humidity should be uh, uh, up. I got to check the dew point to make sure the dew point is going to be where I think it should be. I hope you guys can tell I'm excited. I will be stacking up the Royals. Nine, one, two, three is my favorite stack of the day for this team. My second favorite would be the one, two, three, four. My second favorite after that would be the one, two, four, six, or one, two, three, six. My second favorite after that would be the one, three, four, five. I, I just just fire the Royals up, man. Every player on this team is in play against Shelby Miller. I, I, I love I, I love the Royals here. Favorite team of the day. Yeah, obviously they're not cheap today. You're gonna you're gonna be paying up for them, and I, I think that's perfectly fine. I'm perfectly okay with paying up for these guys. Um, really like Ryan O'Hearn over there on Fandle. He's 2,900. Soler is 3,200 on Fandle. Um, you know, to get cheaper parts of this stack, 
to put in with your Hunter Dozers and your Alex Gordons and stuff. And, you know, I'm perfectly okay with stacking this team however you want. Perfectly okay with punting Molinado in cash games um, if he's still, like, super cheap. 2400 like, that might be the only reason I don't play Grandal in cash today is because 2400 Molinado screams Stevie, play me. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh at Arizona. We got Joe Musgrove and Luke Weaver, nine total. Weaver, a 152 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Musgrove? No, I, I've got to get off the Musgrove train until he figures it out. He's starting to get pummeled. Uh, so, I mean, I, I wish I could play him because the price just – screams play me but I, I i just i can't do it yeah i'm not gonna play musgrove here either i think arizona is a team we need to start respecting against right-handed pitching um they, they've just they've been a lot better this season against righties and you know uh, another thing like when i'm wanting to stack i like to look at bullpens and the pittsburgh pirates bullpen they're striking out batters at a very high clip um so you know, it, it just it, – this is like a weird spot. I don't love Musgrove. I don't really love Arizona, you know. And, man, Arizona's been like one of, the, one of the best teams in baseball this season, just all around, righties, lefties. I'm pulling up the splits to see what they're doing now against righties, middle of the road. But, you know, I, I just don't like this spot for Musgrove. Um, do you have interest here in Luke Weaver? I do, man, and I mean, Luke Weaver started out the season kind of rough. I still don't like this hard-hit numbers that, that we're getting from him, but I, I I don't mind playing him against a low ISO team, and that's pretty much what it boils down to. We don't have a lot of guys that have above, uh, you know, a 200 ISO on this team, so I, I'm willing to play him, it, even in this spot. I mean, he, play, he pitched against this team, I think, a couple weeks ago, and I think he, he had a pretty respectable outing. Let me check that. Yes, six and a third innings, seven Ks, gave up one earned run. I, I take that at this price again. So uh, I like Weaver here at 8,800. Uh, against this team, I'd pay 8,800 for Luke Weaver. Yeah, I don't mind him. I hate the roof, the roof being open factor in this game. But I will say, like, you know, in, in that game, the Luke Weaver Pittsburgh game in Pittsburgh. It was a little cold. So I don't want to like completely compare that game, but like you said, Weaver's been good. 29% K rate against righties, 25 and a half percent against lefties. The XFIP 3.63. Like, you know, obviously this was one of the, the key pieces Arizona got in the St. Louis uh, trade with Goldschmidt. So, you know, you know, getting a fresh start here is certainly paying off. I'm with you. I don't like the hard, hard hit rate especially against righties um but there's not a lot of power righties in this lineup like i actually prefer him face some of these lefties over these righties because righties have been pummeling him this season so um you know if he can get around polanco and bell and Marte, i think he pitches really well here you know obviously those would be the three guys that i'd be looking at playing against him any of the top four guys but there's a lot of strikeouts in the bottom of this lineup too yeah yeah for sure for sure, and may, maybe as long as he doesn't walk them or let these guys string together singles and doubles on him at the top, he, he should have a pretty nice outing. So I, I he, he's on my list today for sure. Yeah, he's on my list as well. Um, you know, we were talking about like Flaherty going into Atlanta. I think I'd take Weaver at home against Pittsburgh before I'd take Flaherty. You know, that's kind of where he 
falls on my list um, above Woodruff, you know, kind of in that area. So I, I, I like Weaver. Uh, as far as the Pittsburgh bats, I don't mind the one through four, but I'm not going to stack them. I would play maybe two at a time um, in this. I, like Bell is always in play. Like the guy is the hitting the ball very well right now. Like his early season struggles gone. Um, dude's batting 319 with 10 home runs with a OPS over 1.0. Like, you know, Bell's on – he's hitting the ball very well. 10-game hit streak, 12-game hit streak, I think. Yeah, somewhere up in there, man. I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, man, that we just kind of saw it coming, and, and it's here. And uh, so I, I like Bell as well. Um, let, let's just hope if, if you're playing Weaver that maybe he just gives up a solo shot to one of these guys and, and calls it a game. Um but because these top four guys, if, if they string together, the thing about the top four guys at Pittsburgh is if they get on base, they can score points in bunches, even without scoring a lot of runs. So because, you know, the top three guys are all capable of stealing out. I don't think they'll steal a lot on Weaver, but they're capable. So uh, but, yeah, I, I like the top four, but I still don't think I'll play them today. Maybe just in a one off situation, Bell, Polanco, Martin. Um, Arizona side of things, like I honestly, I don't hate them. I don't love them. Uh, again, you know, the Pittsburgh bullpen has been striking out hitters at a, a pretty high clip this season. They had to use the bullpen quite a bit on uh, Monday. They do have that going for them. I'm kind of on the fence here about Arizona. You know, we liked them yesterday against Kingham. I, I, I liked them more in that spot than this spot, but. I like the implied total at 4.93. Like, pushing five is super solid. Roof open is how I like it. Like, I could get behind, you know, playing Escobar, Peralta, maybe Jones, Marte, Walker. I don't think this is a spot I'd play Dyson. Um, like, it's not standing out as, like, a high probability, like, steal spot for Dyson. So, I guess Musgrove does hold runners on well. So... I think I'd look at that like two to two to six range if I was going to play Arizona, and I don't know how I would stack them or how many I'd have. I'm not as confident just in Arizona in general in this spot. Will I guess you can kind of hear it in my voice? I just it's it's just one of those spots for me. Yeah, man. I think you know, in order for me to really get into playing Arizona today, I think it would really be in terms of me going with the mass multi entry route. I think if you know, let, let's say I played three lineups. I don't think Arizona would make one of them. So with that being the case, I don't have a lot of interest overall. But in terms of just pure analysis, I mean, these guys, like you said, they've been hitting the ball well. Uh, you know, Musgrove, in terms of hard contact, he's, he's given up some hard contact, but the bottom line is he keeps the ball on the ground. And so when you're looking at that, you know, a guy like David Peralta maybe maybe neutralized a little bit. But you still may be able to get something out of Escobar or Christian Walker, and now you're just home run hunting. So if that with that being the case, I uh, I definitely think I won't have anybody from Arizona, even though I don't like Musgrove. Toronto at San Francisco, Trent Thornton against Nick Vincent, but it's going to be Tyler Beatty getting this like opener type deal. Um, any interest here in Trent Thornton? No. Yeah, like I like playing pitchers against San Francisco, especially in San Francisco. But um, Trent Thornton just not a guy that like I see a ton of upside here. So I'm gonna pass as well. I, I seventy three hundred again. Like 
I try to find maybe I take a bat out and I, I get up to Miley if I'm gonna do something like that. I just I don't like any of these cheap guys today. I, I just don't like them. Um, Tyler Beatty on the other side of this game. We haven't seen much of this kid, and man, has he <laughs> talk about like having having some tough spots like in Cincinnati and in Colorado? It's his first home game. Do we give him the benefit of the doubt at 6,200? Like, we, we really haven't found anything else in this range. Um, any interest here in playing him at all? No. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> like, no, I, I hear you. Like, I hear you. I just, I, to it. I, I just, he's not a big, like, big strikeout guy, but like, his swing would... strike rate is interesting um I, I played brian anderson or 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 helixon before i played bd or or uh authority today but that that's just me and i'm not playing either one of those guys yeah man he has just been terrible i know it's just not been two good spots but yeah, I can't. Well, I guess the pitch count makes it easier just to say fade him. Um, probably neither one of these guys going to go deep. Like, can you make an argument for playing Nick Vincent? Not on this slate, right? I can't. I can't. I mean, his numbers are fine, but he's probably only going to be out there for what 15, 20? Yeah, 15, 20 pitches, maybe. I, no, I he's say. been well, in this opener role, he's been throwing 30 to 50 pitches. So, two to three innings, two to three innings, yeah. Yeah, I still. I don't think ten I, points from a four K pitcher is enough today. Yeah, I, I mean, not, not with this offense out here, man. I mean, offense is really what's winning slates right now. Like it just that's just the offense is winning slates. Um, even on this short slate today, where we thought, oh, it's not going to be high scoring, offense is winning the slate. Period. So I, I, I can't, I can't play them. Um, I just, I can't. Is it sad that I'd rather play Nick Vincent at 4K than I'd rather play anybody else under 7K? Hope he gets me my 10 and just call it a day. Like, I'm not going to do it, but I would play Nick Vincent over everybody else under 7K. I, I, I would as well. Uh, like you, you were saying, you make an argument for offense. Like, we have plenty, plenty of value bats that we've talked about, and it's easy to make the big pitchers work. Um, yeah. Any interest here in the Toronto bats? Uh, I, I do have some interest, uh, and and I, I don't think I don't think I'm in full stack mode with Toronto. I think this is more mini stack, uh, uh, the mini stack build. But Eric Sogard's been great. Uh, you know, I, I I I still think Justin Smoke is a, is a good hitter, so I, I don't mind the Smoke Monster. Uh, I, I don't mind Vlad. You know, these guys are still. Not too expensive. I mean, Sogard at 4,200. We've got Smoke at 37. Uh, if Rowdy's in the lineup, he's 35. Uh, you know, so I, I think these guys are cheap enough because of the part to just be able to play them. So I, I'm not in full stack mode, but a mini stack. Uh, Vlad, uh, uh, Sogard, Smoke, you know, Smoke or, or Tellez. Sogard, you know, uh, Gritchick, something like that, but but not a full stack, but but a mini stack. I, I like the Toronto Blue Jays. 
I will play Vlad every day until he homers. Spoiler alert. Um, I just I I'm going to play him every day until he homers. At this point, I don't love the spot for any of these guys because of the ballpark. But I will play Vlad every day until he homers. Great chick is hitting ball really well. This ballpark not as bad for righties as it is for lefties as far as home runs go. Um, if you want to play Grit chick here, I certainly have no issues with that either. Um, yeah, 4K, not bad. As far as the Giants go, you know, Trent Thornton is a guy that still has some decent strikeout stuff, uh, but has really struggled with lefties. It's just like hate this ballpark will but that's the biggest issue for me this game's in toronto i'm probably stacking the giants here but like i just especially if if brandon belt doesn't play um you know he's dealing with that knee injury i know he, he pinch hit on sunday so he should be back in the lineup here but if belt doesn't play like it makes it easier to not play in these giants yeah i mean they're, they're, and some of these guys are cheap as well i think if you need cash game fillers there's a team you can look at. Toronto's a team you can look at. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not interested in the Giants, even though I'm not playing Thornton. Brandon Crawford, 3,100. <laughs> <laughs> he's hit the ball a lot better since the start of the year. Like, look at his last 10 games. He's had some double-digit fantasy games. Like, it's oh, he's not been – it's not been as bad. Like you get doubles and triples in that in that right center gap in San Francisco. All right, the game that I've been waiting to talk about. We got San Diego at LA. We got Chris Paddock against Clayton Kershaw. Seven total. Uh, Vegas is drunk. Clayton Kershaw is a one sixty six favorite here. Um, we'll start with Paddock. What's your thoughts here on the young phenom? I actually got a chance to watch Chris Paddock pitch against the Mets. Now listen, the Mets were just. In a, in a funk when they got to San Diego. But the bottom line is this. I saw this guy pitch with passion. Uh, I saw this guy pitch with extreme emotion. Uh, I, I just I, I saw him pitch a good game. And while I know this Dodgers team is elite, I'm not going to play Paddock, but I also don't think I'm going to play any Dodgers today. But I did, I did want to point that out. I got a chance to watch the Paddock start against the Bats. The guy looked phenomenal. I think he's a legit force in the league, but I'm not playing him today. See, like, my thoughts here is obviously the matchup is tough. Um, you, you know, anytime you look at this matchup, like, anytime you're taking a picture against the Dodgers, it's a it's a really tough matchup. But if Chris Paddock is going to be, like, 5% owned on a 12-game slate because oh, yeah. of the bias of p- pitching against the Dodgers – the dude's going to show up here. He's pitching against Clayton Kershaw. He's a young rookie pitching against one of the best pitchers in baseball. I know Clayton Kershaw is not on that elite level as he was, you know, three, four years ago, but he's still Clayton Kershaw. If you're a young rookie, you still want to go out and, like, I'm going to I'm gonna go out and show up this Clayton Kershaw guy as much as I can. So oh, and I, he's going to do. I'm telling you right now, he, he's going to try. Yeah, I like Paddock in tournaments. Um, it's super risky, obviously. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, this team's been very hit or miss against left-handed pitching this season. You know, Reyes has been better against righties than he has against lefties. Machado's numbers are starting to really come around against lefties who started really slow. Um, I think, didn't he, didn't he take, um, was it Kershaw he took deep in L.A.? 
I can't remember. Um, what's your thoughts here on Clayton Kershaw? Yeah, I don't think I need Kershaw today, man. I've got a nice collection of pitchers that I like more that I feel like have more upside than Kershaw, even in this spot. So um, if you decide to play Clayton Kershaw, I'm not going to try to stop you, uh, but I'm not going to encourage you either. I'm I'm planning on fully feeding Clayton Kershaw in all formats, um, and that's where I'm at. You know, like, my biggest issue with, like, Morton and Kershaw today, when we're paying up for these guys this much, they just, they're not throwing, you know, 110 pitches in games. Like, they, they haven't been, like, going, like, that deep into counts. And, you know, Cash is almost as bad as, as Dave Roberts at this point. Like, you know, when, when they get in the deeper part of the starts, so... You know, I still lean Chris Sale as my top overall pitcher today, not considering price, and that's kind of where I'm going to end up. I might have one or two teams with Morton, Kershaw, um, Paddock kind of kind of thing, but like I, I'm not going to be the one that's sitting up here talking about these offenses either in this game. This should be a pretty no. low scoring game. I, I do, yeah. I do as much as it as it pains me to say this. I like Manny Machado in this spot. Hey, I get it, man. I, I totally get it. If you want to play Manny fresh today, uh, I, I'm all for it. I mean, the guy continues to be cheap. He's another cash game, especially out at 3700 I mean, listen, man, we've got 3K players for days for today's morning grind game. I mean, we could almost make a whole show out of 3K players. That's how many you have on today's slate. I definitely think you can pay up at pitcher today. It's just not going to be – uh, Clayton Kershaw for me. Yeah, Manny Machado did take Kershaw deep in this when they were in San Diego. Now, you know Machado is going to get massively booed um, back in LA in this spot. I just, hey, I'm I'm all for a little narrative. Um, I, I think he's going to try to do the best he can to take Kershaw deep again today. So, 3,700 for tournaments. I don't know if you necessarily need him for cash games, uh, but I'm not ruling him out for cash. Like, give me another shortstop at at that price that has the upside of Manny Machado. Um, he should never be 15th overall. I'm, I'm just at quick glance, 15, 20th overall shortstop on a slate. Like I know he started slow, but this is a guy we were paying 5k for at points last season. Yep. I'm with you hundred percent. Last game, Oakland at Seattle, Anderson leak nine total pick him game. I was wrong again about Mike fires again. I'm going to take my L. Um, I'm perfectly okay with admitting when I'm wrong. And again, Will is fired because he took Vogelbach for me in the in the morning grind game. Um, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Twitter is having fun with it too. I I, I said that you were fired when Vogelbach <laughs> run. Um, <laughs> um, Brett Anderson against Seattle. Any interest here? No, man. I, man, as much as I love the Mariners, I, I just I, I don't have an interest in this whole game, Stevie. I don't want the pitching. I don't want the offense. I, I know it's Mike Lee. I'm sorry to jump the gun, but yeah, I, I'm not. No, I'm not playing Brett Anderson. I'll, I'll leave it there. Then I'll get to the other people. All right. Well, we'll stay away from Brett Anderson right now, but we're gonna talk about a hitter or two here in a second. I, I got I got some I got some stuff queued up um, for going back to the well in Seattle. Um, Mike Leak on the other side of this game, you know, Mike Leak, a pitch to contact guy, very low strikeout rate, especially against righties. We saw Chris Davis launch two on Monday. 
Not a spot that I'm gonna um play Chris Leak here, Will. Or Mike Mike Leak. Yeah, I was yeah. Chris Davis. Mike <laughs> well, I am gonna play Chris Davis, so we'll talk about that in a second. But I'm not gonna play Mike Leak here. Yeah, I'm not playing Mike Leak either, man. No way. Will this this Oakland three or four man right here in the heart of this lineup is super interesting against Mike Leak. Um. When we look at Leak's numbers this season, the hard hit rate is through the roof, and he's giving up a lot of fly balls. And when we look at this lineup, we know that they hit sinker as well. We've talked about it many times on this show. I, I think this is a spot that Chapman, Davis, Olsen, and if you want to go Profar or Piscotty, however you want to complete your four-man, I like Oakland today, and I don't think they're going to get a ton of ownership being a late game and I just I don't see people going here. I don't either, man. Late night hammer, possible weather concerns. They'll probably have that that open dome type deal going. And I'm with you. I, I don't see people going there as well. So it's, it's definitely a late night hammer uh, possibility. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll just see. We'll just see. Um. The other side of this game, the Seattle side, I said I had some stuff queued up. And one of the things that I have queued up here is Anderson has a .038 ISO against righties this season. But, Will, you're my recent trends guy. I thought you were going to be all over this with me. The dude has a 90.2 average exit velocity against righties this season and a 43.9% hard hit rate. He is running very good with his sinker right now, and this is one of the reasons that we've played him this year. Domingo Santana destroys sinkers. He's taking him yard today. Like, I'm calling the home run right now. Domingo Santana is going yard off of Brett Anderson today. This is one of my favorite hitters on the slate. You know, you, you can make an argument for E5 as well. He hits sinkers very well uh, as well. And the fly ball rate, for those guys against sinkers make me like it even more. Hey, I'm with you, man. I, I like Domingo. I mean, I, I kind of talked about Domingo a little bit anyway. He's been hitting the ball well. Uh, so I, I'm with you, man. I I just I just feel like Seattle's almost on the outside looking in because I've got so many other teams that I feel like I like in better spots. But you're right. Anderson's been running good because his X-Rip is through the roof. Uh, so this is something that I may just go back to the drawing board on and, and possibly just just fire Seattle back up again, you know, and, and let them carry us to the money. Dude, I might play Chris Davis in cash games today. He's 4K <laughs> on, on DraftKings today going up against Mike Leak. I, I, I think he's certainly a cash game consideration. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here uh, so you can go um, – you know, you can go write your um, reinstatement letter. Um, <laughs> under under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Oh, man. Listen, I got to stay on brand here. There's only one guy I can take. There's just one. I've got to take Wade Miley. I'm just kidding. I'm not taking. I was writing it down. I thought I, you were serious. I am not taking Wade Miley. Uh I actually think I'm going to go with the guy that I think I'm going to have to go with Jeremy Hellickson, man. And I hate that, but I think that's who I'm going with. 
I get it. Um, I'm going to go Miley. Uh, I think that was pretty obvious. Uh, the other guy I was looking at in this range, like Danny Duffy, I know he's not a great pitcher, but Texas does strike out a lot against lefties. So he might give up five earned runs and get five or six strikeouts in the process. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's the guy you think is going to bust today? I'm just going to go with Fulte, man. He's a guy I kind of talked about. I think St. Louis is going to get to him. So I, I'm i going to go with Fulte. He's right over the 8K range, but you know he's just a guy that I, I think could, could get lit up today. I feel like this was a little risky for me, but I'm going to go Jared Eikhoff. I know he's been really good this year. And he's put he's strung together some really good games. Um, and he's only had one game under 15, and it was 14.9 in cores. I'm gonna take Jared Eikhoff here, um, facing all these lefties in Philadelphia. Um, ballpark built for Ryan Howard. Um, remember that guy over uh 4K to hit a home run today, Will. Who do you got? Man, there's so many choices, so many choices, but. You know, this is a guy that I've talked about all season, a guy that I really like, a guy that I feel like should be hitting the ball well. Give me Alex Gordon. Really like what he's been doing, crushing the ball. Give me Alex Gordon. I'm going to go really chalky with this one. I just gave you guys Domingo Santana, so I'm allowed to go chalky with this one. I'm going to take J.D. Martinez. I think he's going to go yard today. Um, he's one of the guys that I, I, I want to pay up for. I was really thinking about Hunter Dozier as well, but I'm going to go JD Martinez. Um, give me your guy under 4k to get two hits today. Cause there's a bunch of them under here today. Well, this is a guy I kind of talked about at the end of the podcast, a guy that I kind of have circled, uh, a guy that I, I think should have a good game. I'm not saying he's going to hit a home run, but, but I like his chances to do some damage here. Even in this tough ballpark, give me Justin smoke at 3,700. I like it. Um, don't think a lot of people will be on that one. You know what? Um, man, there's a bunch of options today under under um, 4K. I am going to take Matt Carpenter. I'm going to play the odd game, the odds game, and say that he's probably going to get five at bats here and and take those odds of you know potentially getting a hit. Will give me a stack to score six or more runs on this one. Well, the obvious stack for me would be Kansas City. I'm not going to give you Kansas City. Guys, Kansas City is my favorite team of the day. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Uh, but I'm going to go back to the well on a team that, that kind of let me down a little bit here today. Uh, give me the Minnesota Twins, man. I really like them. Uh, I, I think this is another good spot for them. Uh, give me the Twins all day. All right. Um, I think Chris Davis is going to hit two home runs today. So Oakland already has like three or four runs right there. So to get two more, it's not going to be that tough. I'm going to take Oakland as my hammer. I love taking hammers as my stacks on the, on the pod uh, because we can be recording the podcast the next night and my, my stack be going off and it, it makes me happy. But I'm going to take Oakland to score six or more runs. I really do like that two, three, four right there. And then pairing it with either Olsen or not Olsen, Piscotti or Profar or Simeon, however you want to make the stack. Just Chapman, Davis, and Olsen are just fantastic plays today. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? 
Nah, man, guys, just continue to have fun, man. Uh, don't get down on yourself. If you're going through a slump, baseball is a high-variant sport. That's why I preach so much that everyone has a zero floor. No one's guaranteed anything. But if you look at the data, it can lead you in the right direction to, to what you anticipate should happen based on the things that you see. So don't get down on yourself. Uh, it can turn around in a hurry. You know, you could go a week and not do do anything, and you could go the next two weeks and get everything right. So uh, that's all I got. Indeed. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Trust the process, and um, we'll be back tomorrow breaking down the next slate. I hope everyone has an awesome Tuesday. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.